Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com. Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome. Thank you for joining us. Happy to be spending our Saturday live with you if you are listening to us live. If you're listening to the archive, you can get us very, very, oh, lots of ways. You can get us on iHeartRadio. You can get us on iTunes in the archive. You can listen live on the WS Radio app, live every Saturday at 12 o'clock Pacific time. And you can hear us on Twitter live. Marsha, how would they do that? Join us. We're on Twitter live right now, DARPA the Robot Sleeping. We put DARPA the Robot in as the viewing thing because, uh, you know, staring at a picture of me with sound bars just doesn't do it. Um, So there you go. And you have an idea of what we're going to talk about. Uh, I got to tell you, I want to thank everybody, Uncle Bill, Jim Katzman, everybody who listens live on Twitter. We really are glad to have you. And it's great. It's just great to have everybody in our community. And if you can't be in our community on Saturday, uh, be sure to catch us in the archives. Yeah. And we're trying uh, best to post on our Facebook page as well. Uh, we'll try to post the shows on a weekly basis, so you can just go to Facebook if you want, uh, Computer and Technology Radio on Facebook, and you'll find uh, many of our shows listed there. So uh, please do that as well. And uh, if you like us, like us on Facebook. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Okay, so I just have to tell you, so I've been, I had a lot of work to do this week, so I still haven't done my post on the aurora borealis photographing it but i did figure out something have you ever seen the aurora borealis well in pictures certainly not okay well that's that's the deal so when you actually see them live you kind of go eh that doesn't Mm. look like the pictures the pictures Mm -hmm. look much better and that's because uh, because i researched this for my post Mm. is you know you've got rods and cones in your eyes One, some of them work for daylight and they see color. But if you've ever walked out in your living room in the middle of the night to go to the kitchen, you notice everything seems to be in shades of gray, right? So I believe it's the cones that are your night vision and they see things in shades of gray. So Hmm. in real life, when you look at the Aurora Borealis, maybe you could see a little green in colors. Kinda. And we were looking at them in Alaska and the people were saying, wow, that's an eight. That's a, that's amazing. And I'm looking at it and going, eh. So I basically no. just set up my camera on the tripod and, you know, I hit the shutter in the direction of what I was seeing kind of that didn't look anything spectacular. And mm. it seems obviously that cameras have a better sensor than our eyes because our eyes only see black and white at night. So, so that, what you're saying is that the government people in Alaska should be photoshopping the aurora. Well, Arera? you really aurora borealis. Aurora, well, aurora borealis. Right. Also in Finland and Iceland. But the point is, you can't see it as beautiful. As it is in a picture, which is kind of wow. a ripoff when you're there. Kind of, yeah. kind of annoying. Yeah. Well, As a matter of fact, uh, uh, <laughs> so you wouldn't go showing back a just... picture of the aurora right now on, on our Twitter feed. <laughs> so you would not go back uh, just to see that? Uh, you kind of, once you've seen it, I'm good. But people are taking 
picture, you know, people want to see it. It is definitely a bucket list thing. And, yeah, uh, yeah it just okay. isn't as vibrant in person. I, I had to share that. Kurt's okay. showing well, some pictures you. now on the live stream that show oh, the cool. difference between, because you have to also decide what camera settings, duh, right. and how right. long your exposure is going to be. So it's it, it, just thought I'd throw that in there. Dude. Well, the, thank you, you for sharing that. You have to be that. there with a camera. Your eyes aren't going to see it. <laughs> right, exactly. All right, so if I had, you know, if I were, say, I don't know, Microsoft, and I carried pocket change in my pocket with me, it would be $31 million. So tell us what happened with Apple violating Qualcomm. Uh, okay. In other words, it's nothing um, well, to them. $31 million it, it, is like me carrying 10 bucks with me. Right. And they're going into a bigger lawsuit uh, next month. But the point of my talking about this lawsuit is, you know, we're always uh, referring to one company over another stealing things. Oh, my gosh. They're stealing things. Um, Apple violated three Qualcomm patents mm-hmm. and, air quotes, should pay the chipmaker $31 million for infringing its technology. Mm-hmm. And that was a jury trial. Um, it seems that Apple used Qualcomm technology without permission in some versions of the iPhone. Well, the, the technology covers uh, what lets a smartphone quickly connect to the Internet once the device is turned on. Another deals with graphics processing and battery life. I don't know. I wouldn't be so proud of the battery life business. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, the third address is technology that shifts traffic between a phone's apps processor and modem. Right. Um, so basically, the way they got to the thirty-one million dollars was a dollar forty-one per infringing iPhone that was sold. Okay. Great. So thirty-one million. They've got like eight hundred billion dollars. So yeah. okay. Yeah, you know, so they my, got away basic with it. Point, my basic point in bringing this up, um, it began two years ago when the Federal Trade Commission, with the help from Apple and Intel, accused Qualcomm of being a monopoly power in modem chips mm-hmm. so, and royalty rights and blah, 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 blah. Uh, but, you know, we're, always, we're talking about Huawei, how they're always stealing stuff. But, yep. you know, just take a look at the companies and see who's really coming out with an innovation that, that you look at their device and say, whoa, that's something I hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, everybody knew about folding phones and came out with them at the same time. No big secret. No, right. Yeah. So, and by the way, hello to Valencia. Thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, you get kind of tired of these stories, and they're and they're usually meaningless. And everybody sues everybody, and then they collect. And you know, Apple collects from Microsoft, who collects from Qualcomm, who collects from you know Huawei. So, by the way, has do you know has Huawei been affected uh, sales wise? Or can you? Or, yes, you can buy them in the United States. So, or, do you know because of all the stuff that's gone on, have their sales been affected? Uh, I'm sure they have. Uh, yeah, they don't. So. Uh, in, they don't give individual company sales, country f- sales figures. Sales. But yeah. it looks like I will be going to Paris on the 24th uh, for the launch of their new P30 phone. Uh, Did they just come out with their P20? That, well, literally... no, that's not the P20. It was the Mate 20. Oh, Mate 20. Phone. No. Okay. But the P20 is more of their fashion version. 
And from what I understand, it might have an actual telephoto zoom lens in it. I don't know. But I may be going, so, you know, I don't believe it till I see the ticket. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, uh, that's a beautiful place to go. If, if I had to go anywhere in the world to see technology, it would be Paris. So right, uh, right. that would be fun. All right. So the next story you have, this is very, a very interesting and timely story because, and this is so weird, I walked into the office the other day and one of my assistants said, hey, they're remodeling the office next. We have a private suite. So they're, they're remodeling our main office and they're putting up standing desks. I said, really? That's what they're doing? They're putting up standing desks? Because I've never found it of any interest, and I know you tested them. So, I tested. Uh, I actually tried. <laughs> yeah, you used it for a couple of months, I think, didn't you? Uh, not even that long. It, okay. It, my ankle started swelling a few days in. It was not for me. Yeah, exactly. So what is the deal? I mean, are they good for you? They're not good for you? What? Because I'm not standing up all day. Well, um, it's interesting. If you read everything on the Internet, pretty much, you you know, recent studies have said standing for just two. Oh, wait, no, that's the wrong wrong quote. Let me pull the right quote here. Uh, raise your hand if you've heard the fear inducing phrase sitting is the new smoking. OK, no, um, heard that, but okay. they say it's going to give you diabetes. It's going to kill you. It's going to give you heart attacks. And okay. it's slowly killing you, and we've all heard it. And honestly, I tried a standing desk. I didn't invest in one. I used an art table and then put the computer up on boxes. It, it just Oh, interesting. Oh, I thought yeah, you actually yeah, – didn't you order one uh, through a, um, a startup? No, I have you a know? lean chair, which is a different sort of thing. And okay. that, that, that's different than either a standing desk or a sitting desk. But – so the bottom line is we've all been told that we're just going to kill ourselves, that so many life-threatening diseases come from sitting at a desk. So there was a study done on in Great Britain, the British Journal of Sports Medicine. So that's legit. Tracked 5,000 people. That's a large group of people, right? Mm -hmm. They studied the effects of sitting over the course of 13 years and found okay. absolutely no correlation between sitting and developing life-threatening diseases like diabetes. Shocking. Shocking. Right? I don't know. My mother was always one who said, if you can, sit down. Why, why stand? There's no I agree with your mother. Absolutely. <laughs> right? You know, my eye, well, my Y-Watch has a setting in it, which I do actually pay attention and use, that every so often, and I don't know how often it is, you're supposed to stand at least 12 times a day. So every hour, I guess it is, it comes up and says, stand up. And I often, I do. Because it reminds me to, you know, get moving and, and move a little bit, uh, but I'm still not standing at a desk all day long. Yeah, um, you know, they say sitting for just three hours a day is responsible for 430,000 deaths across 54 countries. I right. mean, pfft, pfft, that was some study. But I think my well, I was going to say I think my attitude is that yes, you can get diabetes from sitting. If at IHOP, eat, eating, yeah, right. <laughs> eating pancakes, you know. So, uh, yeah, that could happen. That could definitely happen while you're sitting. No question about it. I mean, but now, recent studies say standing for just two hours a day can lead to swelling in the lower limbs, which is what happened to me, increased uh -oh. discomfort because my back hurt, 
and a substantial drop in cognitive function and, in turn, huh? overall productivity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> huh? I mean, yeah. uh, more than 630,000 people die from heart disease each year in the United States alone. Another study proved that uh, prolonged standing could increase chances of heart disease due to blood pooling in the legs and increasing mm -hmm. pressure in the veins. I mean, when we think about waitresses, excuse me, servers, and people who work in stores and stand all the time, it's a big deal. They're given sit-down time because, you know, so the decision is no longer just to sit and die or stand and not be productive. Mm. Or maybe it's sit and die or stand and die. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, you know, different companies have tried different things. And I think that neighbor of yours has made a huge mistake yeah. with putting in standing desks. Because now you got to put yeah. in another desk, another chair for them to sit down in. A nice yeah. uh, ergonomic chair, which, you know, just always just drink water. Yeah. Walk for yeah, just walk. 30 minutes yeah. a day. Just 30 yeah. minutes a day will do it. Yep. Um, have a daily workout routine. Eh, uh, yeah, I do yoga, but, you know, it's not exactly a cardio workout. Yeah, but right. sorry about this for your neighbor putting in the standing desk. Let's see how fast they start dropping. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see because uh, they're doing it for the whole office, I guess. So I'm going to have to walk myself over there to see what they're actually doing. Save this but, story that I sent to you because yeah, uh, I'll have to send it over to uh, them. Exactly, because it links to studies, and that's legit. All right, very good. Yeah, go out and walk. Okay, walk. were you? Did you try to post to Facebook during the outage? Uh, I did not. I don't well, post very know, often on Facebook, frankly. I, I don't even look at it as often as I used to, but yeah. Well, I try not to get there because if I get there, then I get distracted and I get sucked in. And I posted a lot when I was on vacation because I was sharing the vacation. But, eh. but bottom line, there was a huge attack uh, mm -hmm. around 11 a.m. Eastern. And the hashtag started trending on Twitter, Facebook down. And Instagram was also down. Um, it was the worst disruption to the platform since 2008. And in 2008, Facebook users, we were only 150 million strong. Now wow. it's 2.8 billion monthly users. I mean, that's huge. Um, there is speculation, but Facebook won't admit it, that they were the victim of a distributed denial-of-service attack. You know, mm -hmm. where websites taken offline because an attacker is flooding it with traffic. Facebook denies this strongly. But I just found it suspicious that either it was the day before or the day after that Gmail was down. Mm -hmm. And, of course, they denied that it was a DDoS attack. And I just wonder what's going on here. All of a sudden, these big platforms are going down and to what reason? It, it's going to be interesting. Keep an eye on this because I don't think well, that's it, the that end is of that scary. story. Yeah, I mean, that, that is scary, and, and that's where things are in the future are going, cyber attacks. I think we're all concerned about cyber as well as obviously other terrorist actions, but cyber attacks are a problem, I think. Uh, frankly, Facebook being down for a little while, 
I can survive Facebook being down a little while. Right. You know, right. Uh, but other things are far more serious than that. So uh, I guess we'll see in the future where this thing goes. But yeah, it's getting oh, a little Oh, Mark Carruthers, uh, Mark C underscore AVGI on Twitter posted a treadmill desk picture. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> see, now that that is an effective use of your, you know, 30, 30 minutes of work on your treadmill. Uh, I think that's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, yeah, put that in front of your desk. I mean, uh, yeah. uh, he said, though, that when he had sciatica, he used a standing desk so he could sit and stand for as long as he could stand the pain in either position. And it gave right. him temporary relief. So going up and down... That's that's pretty much kind of like exercise. Yeah. 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 No, I think it's good. I used to use the treadmill, and then I started to get pain, and I went to my chiropractor, and they said, don't ever get on a treadmill. I said, what? What are you talking about? He said, the use of a treadmill, because your feet lift up when you're walking, it can be very harmful to you to use a treadmill. So they told me, start walking the streets. You know, don't. Don't Just use walk it. The and streets, I stop. Mark. Walk the streets while I do that anyway. Obviously, Hollywood mostly. But uh, I was yeah. told to. I was told to stop uh, using what's that? Not the step machine, but one of those the machines. The ladder. You mean the step? No, ladders? not the ladder. The it's the one everybody uses because it was ruining my knees. Yeah, those those things can uh, be detrimental. And to switch you, to a uh, recumbent bicycle. Yeah, because on a recumbent is bicycle too. is safe for your hips and your knees because you're not putting weight on them. Right. Until they so tell you that you that wasn't good for you either. Right. So who exactly. knows? Exactly. Uh, yeah. But just walk. You know what? Just walk. Just go through if you can do it. And, and I was very good about it. I was walking every day and then the weather got extremely bad here in Southern California. You know, rain every day and whatever. So I haven't done it in a while, but I'm going to go back to walking, you know, now that the weather's Yeah, I walk, but I don't carry my phone with me, so I don't get my little reward of looking at my number of steps. <laughs> oh, see, if you've got yourself an Apple Watch, now the Apple Watch, the I don't Apple wear a watch. watch. I, well, I, I understand. I happen to have the most beautiful watches that make me smile when I wear them. None yeah, of them are walking. electronic watches, and I am not going to put on a watch to work in the in the office where I got big clocks. <laughs> oh no, you 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 only need to put it on while you're walking. I mean, the the Apple Watch is now a phone. You know, it's just you I, don't have to carry I, I your phone it. anymore. Not, I don't talk on the phone, and you know that. <laughs> but do you listen to book on you know books on tape no. when you're walking or oh, no? That's what I do. I listen to a um, an audible book. Uh, on tape, and I walk, and now I don't have to carry my phone with me. I just put the headsets on, and I walk with my phone. And uh, now, of course, the headsets are killing me because I'm sure these those cause cancer. So, oh yeah, uh, I'm sure they're putting rays into your brain. Constantly. Oh yeah, they, they they definitely are. But at least I you know don't know about it. So uh, yeah, but, uh, but by the way, I want to skip back to did you know about DuckDuckGo? Have you ever used that browser? Uh, I have not used it. No. Okay, so in, in, for those who haven't heard about DuckDuckGo, it has, for you, I think it's been around for 20 years. It's been around forever. It is a pro-privacy search engine that doesn't keep a record of everything you search. It's just a clean, clean search engine. And people have been using it. I know Kurt uses it. A lot of people use DuckDuckGo mm -hmm. as their uh, search engine. What I found fascinating is that Chrome added in their last update the 
opportunity to use DuckDuckGo as your uh, huh. default search engine. You can go into the settings area, be sure you have the most recent virgin, version of Chrome, and you can find ju just clicking on About Chrome will start an update so that you'll have the most recent version, whether you're in iOS or you're in uh, Windows. And then you just go to Settings and find your search engine default, and you can select it sitting right there, DuckDuckGo, and have a whole lot more privacy in your searches. Just make it a default. Interesting. Yeah, and would you replace Google with that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I'm a fan of using Google. Like, I don't care if you see what I'm looking at right now. You can keep a rec record of it all day long. But right. when I... When it's something, you know, that's private, I switch to an incognito window, mm -hmm. right? which is not kept on your permanent record on Google. Right, exactly. So, yeah, there you go. So, DuckDuckGo, okay. it, it's good. Give it a try. All right. Um, so, apparently, we had another data breach. Big Holy surprise. <laughs> it was a small billion? amount, though. Yeah, it was a small Two amount. Billion? It wasn't a big deal. Yeah. And they were unencrypted. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. You know, there was no hash. There was no nothing. It just uh, it just didn't happen. It just, just was right out there. I got the email from Troy Hunt's Have I Been Pwned. Love that mm -hmm. service. Yeah. And it told me that me and 763,000, uh, oh, no, that was an old one, Verifications IO. That was the week before. Then I get an email, and I'm not going to search for it right now, letting me know that I was part of a total of, oh, God, I It was insane. It was, it a, was a huge. It was big numbers. Um, there's nothing I could do about it or anyone could do it no, about can't. it because this was a database, database that was used by email spammers. Excuse right. me, advertisers. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Right. You know, kind of like the direct mailing lists that they keep mm -hmm. that you can buy if you have a business. Yeah, sure. Um, but it had data, who knows how much they had on each person, right. included uh, email addresses, phone numbers, information such as dates of birth, mortgage amounts, interest rates that you nice. pay on your mortgage, social media accounts related to the emails, and basic credit scoring data, company names that you work for, and revenue figures as well. That's great. So this was up on the web by a company called Verification.io, who sell, buys and sells, you know, this kind of yep. data for, for spammers. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Join, <laughs> yeah. join me at my new website here, takewhatyouwantidontcare.com. Because they're going to take it anyway, right? So I've, I've listed all my Social Security numbers and all my bank accounts and everything on that website. And you just uh, put it on a website, yeah. Yeah, just you know, just put it there. You know what? If you want it, it's there for you. I do remember that we, we both like and we both use, um, oh, gosh, what's the service we use uh, to protect LifeLock. our credit cards? LifeLock, yeah. LifeLock, and yeah. the the president of LifeLock, and, and this is years ago in my KABC days, I had him on the air with me. He was the CEO or president of the thing, and his he commercial was on was, the air with us. Yeah. Oh, were you with me that day? It, okay. Uh, no, it was on us, our show. 
You forget. Oh, we had him on this show as well. <laughs> yes. I don't remember that. Okay, yes. and and he used to get on, and say hi. I'm you know whatever his name was. Hi, I'm Bob Smith, president of LifeLock. My social security number is blah blah blah, and he'd read his real social security number out because uh, he was so confident that their service would catch it. And in fact, they've done a great job through the years. So you know he was kind of like go go for it. Here it is. I'm just going to make it easy for you. Uh, so that was kind of interesting. And yeah, you got to you know you have to use as many services as you can these days to protect yourself. And then after that, there's nothing you can do about it. Because well, they want you, you need to sign up. You. you need to sign up on that website. Have I been pwned? Oh, I've tried. That website yeah. It yeah. is safe, and no, and they let you know. Yeah, yeah, that's a good they website. Let you know. Yep. Okay. All right. What's the Google iOS keyboard? Um. Hold on. It's called Gboard. And why is this jumping around for me? Anyway, uh, Gboard is an app you can get in your app store. Mm-hmm. I've been using Gboard like forever, and I don't know why I like Gboard. I just use it, have downloaded it for every device I have. I don't know why I like it. I just like it best. But now it's available for iPhones and iPads with iOS 9 and up. And it's got built-in translation. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So you can type and translate in any supported language in any app on your iPhone. Nice. And that's 103 different languages, which is, I think, incredible. In addition to the translation feature, Gboard has a language support for 685 languages. To help people communicate in their first language, Gboard offers the keyboard layouts for each language. As right. well as autocorrect, autocorrect, and predictive text fi- uh, features. I think that's kind of why I like it—the p- predictive text that's part of it. And it has a lot of features. You can always uninstall it if you don't like it. But now the iOS version is mighty powerful, and I just give it a try, especially if you have any any use for translation. It's a great, great one. You know, it's interesting when when you get a Twitter follower and you have tons of Twitter followers and you have one that all of their tweets are in foreign languages. Uh, do you look and translate to see what they're yes. saying? Because I do. Yes, yes, I do the same thing. Yeah. And I do that I have on to say, Instagram as well. Yeah. OK. So I look at it always and, and nothing that's ever uh, written in those makes any sense to me. There, there's some kind of weird quotes 90% of the time, right? I, I know there's something to it, and I kind of feel like I shouldn't follow these people, but then I ended up doing it. So I Well, know, maybe when we come back, I'm going to save the story about moon dust because oh, yeah, we moon dust is important. <laughs> yeah, it is. We'll be right back. Don't go away. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen on WS Radio and Twitter's Periscope. Uh, WS Radio is the worldwide leader in Internet talk. Catch us on part two. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there, too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com on your phone and in your ear everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. 
I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation. All businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Goley, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinate for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McCullough brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcCullough.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcCullough.com. 